0: What's up, guys? Thank you very much for joining a very special edition of the DLSS podcast. Uh, today, we're going to go on IG Live and discuss a lot of the breaking news over the course of the last couple of days. Today is April 6th, Monday, April 6th. And guys, with the coronavirus, keeping the majority of us in our homes, here over here at the podcast, we're committed to bringing in even more quality listener-driven content. Uh, get used to seeing this type of thing, guys. We're going to be occasionally doing those IG Live segments to get listener questions and get your reactions, feedback, to breaking news. Stuff always happens Um a lot always things to talk about so um this was from monday april 6th as i said uh, after dana white officially confirms that ufc 249 is 100 percent a go. uh listen in while we discuss the most current state of things uh in this bonus episode please consider uh passing this along to a friend and don't forget to rate and review most importantly enjoy so without further ado uh here we go thanks nice got a couple we got Nate, we got my co-host already, already supporting the live, Aspen Sandy, <laughs> so we got Iris and Nate in the room, we got Ricardo in the room, got a couple people giving us some, oh, we got Dane in the room, what's up Dane? Yo, what's up Alex? Got Bama in the house. Hey, my boy Blake. What's up, Blake? How you been, man? Long time. So what's up, guys? You guys have any questions or anything? You guys see the news about UFC 249? Finally happened? I'm already touching my face. I'm noticing on camera. Look at that shit. UFC 249 is official, official. Hey, what's up, Blake? Um, They're going to be doing it. I have some speculation on as far as where I think it's going to take place. If you've been listening the last few weeks, you'll know that I've been speculated and it's been wrong because everything's changing day by day things are definitely a fluid situation but uh the most recent as of last night it was uh some sort of west coast uh location was number one in terms of what they were thinking and uh it was definitely um you know still on ferguson and gaethje had been floated and if you've seen the news or seen anything uh the today Dana White and the UFC announced officially Tony Ferguson is going to take on Justin Gaethje in the main event of UFC 249. Still undisclosed location, but West Coast is uh, the closest uh, specifics they'll give us as far as where where they're going to have the fights. Um, but, yeah, do you guys have any questions or anything? IG Live, live reaction. See what you guys think. What's up, Matt? Matt, Matty Juarez, longtime supporter in the room. Hey, my nephew Jacob. What's up, Jake? got that new call of duty finally Jake we gotta uh, we got a link up on that yeah Blake it's uh he asked if they confirmed a date so the dates' always been the same April 18th is what they were originally shooting for that was the original scheduled date for the card <clears throat> with kabib getting quote uh, partic- you know not sure but being stuck in Russia officially out um, they weren't sure if the, the card itself was going to take place with a a substitute headliner, if Ferguson or anybody worthwhile would take a last-minute consideration. And there's a lot of criticism on whether or not the card should even take place if they didn't have the original main event since we've been looking forward to Tony and Khabib uh, five times now. So fifth time it's felt through. Um, Okay, so yeah, April 18th was the original date. That's still the date they're shooting for. So next, not this coming weekend, but following weekend, uh, this coming weekend on the 12th, Nate and I will record the weekly um, episode of the podcast, episode 24, and we're going to be breaking down the entire card, which we're going to talk about right now as well because they did release information on the entire card, and damn, is it a stacked card. Uh, but yeah, so April 18th, weekend after next is when that card goes down. So let's see. Next question, we got Ricardo asking, so what happened to the post of Khabib being able to fly out of Russia? Good, Very good question. Um. So, again, this is a very fluid situation. It's changing day by day by day. Everything that I had heard had point, pointed to uh, if it was going to take place a couple weeks ago, that it was going to take place on the eastern hemisphere and it wasn't going to be in North America. So that's when I saw Khabib went to Russia. I didn't know, but it came out later that he stopped in Abu Dhabi uh, or in the United Arab Emirates because they thought it was going to be in uh, Abu Dhabi. He was the UFC told him ninety nine percent sure he was going to be over there, so he went over there. Found out they were going to close the border, so he immediately didn't even leave the airport. Went to Russia instead of the uh, United Arab Emirates, and then they. have consequentially close their borders as well. Um, That's just catching you up. So his question is, what about the reports that said that he could fly out of Russia? So I put out a fake post. This was really funny. A fake uh, troll account that was very similar to Ariel Hawani. He ended up even trolling Dana White, put out a post saying that he could fly out of Russia and that they were going to put together the fight with Khabib. Um, Dana responded to that post. It wasn't actually Ariel Hawani, but it did allow Dana to confirm that the fight was still going to take place. Ferguson and Gaethje was on, and then uh, he alluded to today, Monday, being when they were going to announce uh, all the details. So, um, yeah, that was just a troll post, if you're talking about the one that I reposted. But there was some news report saying that private jets could leave Russia on business, but... I think Khabib at this point just wants to stay at home, do what he's being advised by his authorities and by his government and just wants to be there to take care of his family. He hadn't been training, probably thought the fight was off. So at that point, I think it was just his way of, oh, I'm stuck. You know, I'm not saying he's scared, but he wasn't prepared. As I said in last week's episode, which will come out tomorrow or later tonight, that uh, Tony is probably the only person that could train like this in, in a worldwide pandemic and not have it affect his normal schedule and routine. So, uh, shouts to Justin Gates, you being a badass and a stud for taking this last minute. Y'all, if you know anything about Justin Gates, you, this is going to be one hell of a fight. He's going to bring it. So. Oh, man, I'm very, very excited about it. So, uh, Dane asks, what's my gamer tag? I don't have Xbox. My uh, roommate does, Nate. And it's, I'm coming for you 0776 or something like that. Um, Dane, I'll DM you after this and give you the exact gamer tag. Uh, Let's see. Simply Deets, Bob Deets, my, I think you're my second cousin, extended family member from the East Coast, man, I hope you're staying safe out there, brother, I know you're in the epicenter in terms of the region of the United States, I hope you're staying healthy and staying safe, love you, brother, thanks for stopping by, let's see, Blake comes back with, hey, what's up, Cade, Uh, I hope it happens, but with how things are looking, this is from Blake, "Um, it might be delayed, so Blake, uh, back and forth, day by day, week by week, there's been a lot of speculation. I've been staying on top of it, and even myself was losing a bit of steam or confidence that it was going to happen because so much has uh, fallen through and, and so many things are in the way, right? But I even alluded to it a couple weeks ago that they're looking at potentially doing it on uh, tribal lands because, <clears throat> as you guys know, with the, the way the United States works, the American uh, Native Americans have... Had a very, very checkered history in terms of the United States, so they are granted sovereignty in terms of where they're... um, Let's see, my sister's texting me, so now I'm getting distracted. Um, But yeah, if you're doing it on tribal lands, that's considered sovereign territory. That's the same as international waters. I was suggesting they go on a cruise ship and they go out in international waters and and try to have the fights happen and broadcast it. But no, if you're doing it on tribal lands, that's essentially the same. Uh, There's no technical jurisdiction. That's why there's a lot of... That's one of the reasons there's a lot of, like, um, controversy regarding whether or not the UFC and Dana White should even continue pursuing, holding this kind of event during this kind of situation. So, it's interesting. But uh, I don't think it's going to be delayed. What I'm getting at is it's going back and forth, and then um, as of last night and then now today, uh, yeah, I think so too, Dane. Um, they officially announced that Ferguson and Gaethje had signed to fight uh, for UFC 249, and then uh, just a matter of minutes ago, they released uh, the UFC and Dana White released the full fight card. So if you're still on here listening and you have not yet seen this, definitely go look it up. But i I'm gonna run it down right now. This is a stat card. If you guys have any questions about this, let me know. Uh, but it opens up with uh, Span versus Alvey. Uh, you guys might not much know much about them, but Sam Alvey. This is gonna be a rock'em sock'em light heavyweight fight. Cajar Eubanks versus Mirai's the great uh, chick fight. Johnson Worthy, that's going to be a banger. These are all the only ones that people don't know. After this, here we go. Marlon Vera takes on Ray Borg in the Bantamweight division. That's going to be a high-paced, action-packed fight. Uh, Alex Hernandez takes on Morales at lightweight. That's going to be a hell of a fight. Uriah Hall, our boy Uriah Hall, uh, was at primetime, coming out to take on Jacare Souza at middleweight. That's going to be a hell of a fight. And then Francis Ngannou, heavyweight fra- uh, Francis Ngannou, takes on Jardinio Rosenstrake. Uh, if you guys don't know anything about those guys, please look them up. That's going to be one hell of a fight. That's the main, uh, fight, the main event for the prelims. And then the main card opens up, uh, the pay-per-view opens up with Jeremy Stevens versus Calvin Cater. Um, guys look up all these names if you don't already know, so you can get excited about this. If we're going to go through with watching uh, some sort of event like this during a worldwide pandemic, we're going to get some sort of form of entertainment, live action sports, uh, you're going to want to know who you're uh, about to watch. This is going to be one hell of a card. And then Vincente Luque takes on Nico Price. Uh, then, again, look him up if you don't know. Dan Hardy and the co-main. I'm sorry. Dan Hardy takes on Juan De Castro, uh Heavyweight fight. Uh, that's not going to the decision as well. <clears throat> then the co-main event. Um, Andrade. Well, I'm trying. I haven't. Been, hey, what's up, Bryant? Hey, Canal. What's up, guys? Sorry, I didn't look down. Hey, will, what's up, brother? Thank you for stopping by, guys. God, I'm getting caught up in this card. You guys need to look it up. I shared it to my story as well, uh, but uh, Jessica Andrade uh, versus Rose Namajunas, the rematch. If you guys don't remember that one, that's when Rose got uh, slammed on her head, even though she was tuning up on Andrade up to that point. So, um, guys, UFC 249 coming up next weekend, not this coming one, but next one, April 18th, Undisclosed Location, headlined by Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gaethje. Let's get your guys' thoughts. Come on, I got a few people in the room. Let me know what you guys think about those names. If you haven't heard of them, uh, ask me, as well as what you think about this card uh, going on in general. Ask us some questions. Let me know where you think the fight's going to take place. Uh, the closest information that's been public is a west coast, west coast uh, location. Um, I happen to have speculation on where I think it's going to happen, but I'm not going to say it yet. Where do you guys think this fight's going to take place? Oh yeah, Bryant, Bryant the Beast Shell. Check him out on Instagram, by the way. Up and coming uh, pro fighter. You guys, this is the guy to get behind and know who uh, before he get, he he blows up. Thug Rose Andrade, don't sleep on it. Of course, that's going to be one hell of a fight. That was an exciting-ass fight before. I mean, up until the point that it ended, I was rooting for Nami Yunus. So I'm looking forward to her trying to get that one back. Let's see. Uh, DJ Kunal, DJ underscore Kunal, K-U-N-A-L. Check him out as well. A lot of good music. He's into a lot of things. Uh, Let's see, Bro. The Nurmag- yes, the Nurmagomedov and uh, Tony fight is cursed. Uh, the UFC, you got to give them credit for trying to put it on five times in. A, you know, they tried to re- they tried to make it uh, the fifth. Who could have ever seen a worldwide pandemic as the thing that was going to keep the, it from happening this time? I can't believe it. Yeah, DJ Canal uh, again says on an aircraft carrier. I was saying cruise ship. Um, let's see. No, uh, so Ricardo also asked. Thanks for the question. He asked, "Is this not going to be a public event? This is definitely not going to be a live, uh, like a open to the public event. This is going to be I." I'll tell you guys where I think it's going to be in a second. But yeah, it's definitely not going to have fans. Uh, people don't realize that they think. I mean, let's just do this right now. So, two, four, six, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 22, 24. So that's 24 people, just the fighters. Say they all have just one cornerman. Then you got the camera crew. Then you have uh, the medical staff. Then you have the judges. Then you have the ref. Then you have, you know, there's. Very, very quickly, it gets over 50, 100, 100-plus 100 people. So uh, it's definitely not going to be open to the public. Um, let's see. And then Bryant also want, uh, wanted to make sure that we don't sleep on Vincente Luque. Vincente Luque versus Nico Price. That's going to be one hell of an exciting fight. Nico Price is the only person in the UFC that has two... Um, <clears throat> I don't know if they're both ground and pound, but two finishes from the bottom. Oh, no, they're not ground and pound. Uh, He finished Randy Brown from the bottom with ground and pound strikes. That was a crazy-ass finish. And then he finished uh, his last fight, um, James Vick, with an up kick. It was like an axe kick from his back. Oh, my God. This guy, Both these guys are very, very exciting, so that's going to be one hell of a fight. Let's see. Uh, DJ Kanal says, in the middle of nowhere. That's his guess. <laughs> it is technically going to be in the middle of nowhere. I appreciate you too, Bryant, man. Thanks for the love, brothers. Thanks for stopping by. And then Blake Supra, Blake, my boy Blake, says, in an Indian casino is my guess. And then eighth time's a charm. Let's see, Dane. Has there ever been any sporting event without an audience in history? Yes, Dane, there has been. Actually, as recent as a couple weeks ago in UFC Brasilia, it was the last UFC card to take place. It was under a lot of sanctions and regulations, just like everybody else, because the world was kind of, in general, uh, region by region, kind of shutting down and putting a lockdown on uh, public gatherings and things like that. So a couple weeks ago, check it out on, uh, uh, I don't know if it's ESPN Plus. I think if you have that, a replay of that, it's a really interesting thing. It's it's kind of like the old uh, tough house fights or the Dana White contender series fights because there's no one in the arena. You can hear all the coaches yelling, you can hear all the uh, strikes landing. It's very, very um, intriguing to me. It really captivates my attention when there's no crowd noise, and I think it's better. It doesn't affect the judges and things like that too. So check that out. Uh, it's it's very interesting, and it definitely can affect the fighters. Some fighters are buoyed by the crowd and they're just motivated, and some fighters, you know, it's can be um, melted and overwhelmed by the moment and how many people are around and things like that, so uh, definitely, I think, plays a, a role. It doesn't, you know, you can't say how much of a role and good or bad, depending on the fighter, but it definitely plays a role, and it's really interesting. So I need to go back. I was going to miss one. Okay, gotcha. Uh, eighth times a charm. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, so our boy Dane, who is the one saying that he thinks it still might get delayed. Uh, not Dane, I'm sorry, our boy Blake, my boy Blake. He, uh, he said an Indian casino is his best guess. Okay. That is my guess. Uh, I'll have to look it up right now. I wrote it down so because I couldn't use my phone while we were on here. Okay. Tachi Palace in Linmore, California. So the I think the founder or CEO of SureDog, he even put a hashtag told you first. I think he wanted to be the first person to uh, release the location if he had it. Who knows if he's trolling? Who knows if it's true? Again, fluid situation. Things change every single day. Who knows if they're saying West Coast, West Coast, West Coast, and then it'll end up being on the East Coast. You never know. But um, my guess is that it's going to be at that Tachi Palace in Linmore, California, because that's what the CEO of SureDog shared. And uh, if that's West Coast and that is Indian casino, that is tribal ground, Uh, it's kind of like by Fresno and I think Bakersfield in that general area. Um, So, yeah, that's my guess. I know Dana White has kind of gone on a rampage against the media saying that he's not going to tell them any details because they're all thrown back in his face, even a for trying to pursue some sort of an event during a global pandemic or be due to the fact that maybe it doesn't work out that way. And it changes because things are changing day by day. He doesn't want to catch that criticism. So uh, he's not telling anybody, Uh, where, you know, where it's going to be probably until he has to, last minute. And this is one of the only unique situations where you could be in, in terms of fight promotion and not want to tell the media details because normally you want to give the media as many details as you can so they can spread the news, spread the information, make sure people know where it's going to be and and when to tune in. But just the conversation of whether or not it should happen or not is making people know that, uh, you know, the date, which was the original date, April 18th, maybe not everybody, but most people in the bubble know that that's the date, and they know that there's not going to be fans there, so they're going to have to buy it on pay-per-view so this is a rare case where the promoter doesn't really need to tell people where it's going to be because there's not going to be a live gate there's not going to be any ticket sales um and just maybe even the fact that he's doing it not telling people is just as much of a story, so he's marketing it that way. But, um, but yeah, so I personally think, um, at least at this point, given that post I saw, that it's probably going to be at that uh, Indian Casino in Linmore, California, at the Tachi Palace. Okay, let's see. Um, yeah, definitely, for sure, need to watch it. That's Dane. And then Bryant. That definitely plays a toll. Hey, and then my girlfriend Nora, N-Bomb X, stops by. Hey, baby. Make sure to check out dreamloudcollections.com, guys. Custom made, handmade jewelry, handmade with love. You can give her instructions. She'll show your materials. You can. It's a great gift. Uh, so just reach out to them. And uh, I was gonna ask her. So if she's still on live, she can answer me. But um, if you mention Dela Special Sauce when you reach out to Dreamloud Collections, she'll give you a discount. I don't know how much, <laughs> but thank you. So, but yeah, guys, very exciting. Again, don't sleep on uh, this uh the undercard and the other fights uh, Steve, uh Jeremy Stevens versus Calvin Cader is going to be an explosive featherweight fight Francis Ngannou I mean you guys if you haven't seen him knock out um, Alistair Overeem sent his neck into orbit, sent his head into orbit. Make sure to check him out. Uh, Jairzinho Roizenstrug, speaking of people beating on uh, Overeem, he's the one who busted his lip in the last fight. Your, our boy Uriah Hall is always always exciting, always explosive. Taking on Jacare. This is exciting. I'm, I'm really a big fan of uh, Marlon Vera, by the way. Um, he's taking on Ray Borg who you guys have known has had weight issues, so it'll be interesting to see. This is at weight, so that's up a weight class, but he still have, has missed at weight too. So I don't know, man. Uh, things like that are going to be really interesting. If anybody has weight issues, if anybody has any kind of issues that normally would prevent them from going through with the fight, I wonder what kind of leniency they're going to be able to... I mean, it's the Wild West. If it's an Indian casino, they're basically self-regulated. There's no commission. There's no uh, regulation other than self-regulation, which is not unheard of in other parts of the overseas and internationally they do self-regulate to a certain extent but um but yeah it's it'll be interesting to see if there's anybody with weight issues or anything like that if they uh if they kind of circumvent some of the rules just to uh go ahead and put forth the card but i uh let me ask you guys let me see does anybody else have any other questions so i don't skip over anybody baby got sows hey what's up oh my gosh so far Sonofabullet. Uh, bullet. I'm trying to give everyone's Instagram so they know to check you guys out. N-S-O-N-O-F-A-B-U-L-L-I-T-T. Uh, old member of the gym. Extended martial arts family. Uh, he says, I'm a big fan of you. Thanks, man. I mean, you know me personally. I'm nothing special. I'm just on here trying to do my thing, especially during this time where people are quarantining on lockdown, trying to maybe provide a little bit of engagement and entertainment. Uh, but if you don't already know, anybody who's checking out this right here, um, the, the Instagram live, check out D love special sauce podcast on any of your podcast platforms. You can search at the full name or search D L S S, uh, Spotify in the podcast section, Apple uh, podcast just regularly. And look for the MMT fitness logo on a black hat, it's a black and white picture. And please check out the, uh, let's see. Now you special, my G <laughs> so I need to get better at doing Instagram live stuff because I see stuff It distracts me, um, uh, squirrel like that. But check out my podcast, my me and my boy Nate, my co-host Nate. Um we do it every week for you guys. We try to engage you in terms of combat sports content, uh, breakdowns of fights, X's and O's, things like that. But just generally, we have a, any any range of topic is not off limits. So we want engagement from you guys. We want you guys to submit questions. You can do that through Apple Podcasts, through the uh, review section. Go in there and submit any kind of question, whether it's combat sports or MMA-related, fight-related or not. Uh, it really helps us out. We, we read them on the show every week, and it really helps drive the content. So we'd be just trying to do it. Weekly for you guys, and uh, yeah, so I just decided to. The other week, Nate and I, by his uh, request, decided to do an Instagram live portion, and I really liked it. Uh, it's new to me, it's putting myself out of my comfort zone. Uh, but I'm trying to just add another element to it. My only reluctancy is I don't want you guys to not go listen to the podcast. But um, as you can see, I am recording this live, so I'm going to be putting a bonus episode on um, for you guys, and then episode 23 should come out. I'm trying to. I'll probably end up putting them both out at the same time. That way, we can get some up to date information because episode 23 had some information on it that is now. It doesn't exist. It's now wrong because they it changes daily. So, what's up? Hey, we got Nick. We got our boy Nick from the gym uh, in the in the house now, and we got Marcus, a good, uh, big supporter in <laughs> Doctor Love. Doc Doctor Love. You gotta say it like that, Doctor Love. That's one of the three or so ways he says it. What's up, man? Good to see you, Marcus. Thank you for always supporting me, brother. But, yeah, if you guys have any questions or anything, let me know. If you're just joining us, we're talking about how UFC 249 has been confirmed, confirmed, officially, officially. It is going down. Uh, Khabib is out, of course, but Justin Gaethje steps in to take on Tony Ferguson. Um, April 18th, as originally scheduled, still a TBD as far as the location, which we've speculated uh, as to where we think it's going to take place. So if you're new, if you just joined the chat, if you have any questions or anything like that, let me know. They did release a full fight card so there's a lot of other fights on the card uh, it's going to be really exciting so thanks for everybody for stopping by so far i really appreciate it guys it's funny because it tells me the number but it doesn't tell me who's still here and who's not here whoops but oh yeah and i meant i meant to say this the other time about uh marcus because he's like i said he's been helping us out he's been joining the instagrams he's been listening to the episodes he's been a big supporter of the show um not only is he a good friend and i just want to give him a shout out because he's a good person good man uh but yeah Ironically, Mr. Tony Ferguson up in here uh, is about to you know has been the topic of conversation for several weeks. He's one of the arguably best lightweight fighters in the world. My boy Marcus, when we used to live together, used to rent cars to Tony Ferguson because he's lo- local to the area. And Marcus knew I was big into UFC and into MMA and to, he knew I was training and stuff like that. And uh, my boy Marcus uh, hit up Tony Ferguson and got him to get your boy a set of wraps from uh, El Kakui. So I wanted to give special shout out to Marcus for that. Uh, I still have his wraps, but I, yeah, he's asking me now on Instagram, do I still have his wraps? I still have them, but I don't know which one they are because they're just a set of black wraps, and I have so many different sets of wraps, a lot of them black, so I don't know which ones they are. But, yes, I just, I'm sure I do because I I've, I've, I've even have my original, original green L.A. Boxing wraps that I got when I first signed up at uh, L.A. Boxing back in the day. Uh, ironically, Gabe Pedroza, trainer at the gym, MMT now, um and Frankie was the person that I signed up because of I went and took a class from him, uh, Gabe's the one that signed me up, so that's funny. I still have those green wraps, the original wraps I got, so I definitely still have Tony's, uh, or the ones that you got me from, Tony. Uh, which is the most intriguing fight on the card, Marcus asks? Um, it depends on what you look for in a fight, um, and if you're following certain fighters, it might be more or less intriguing based on your affinity or uh, exciting. if you're excited to see them compete. But let me just tell you a few, Marcus, since you weren't here earlier. Uh, I, I probably said Dan Hardy earlier, too, because I always fucking do that. But Greg Hardy is taking on Juan De Castro. That's going to be a heavyweight slobber knocker. And then also, similarly, in the heavyweight fight, but probably more technical and just as explosive as Francis Ngannou, uh, taking on Jarzinho Rosenstreich, which um, Bryant the Beast show. Marcus, that's Bryant. Hello, uh, he was he's alluding to and answering your question and saying that's one of the most intriguing one that he thinks. Oh yeah, uh, Jorginho is undefeated. Is he undefeated in MMA? Because I know he has a very very long and extensive kickboxing background and multiple world titles in kickboxing. But I mean, he's fought. He's one of those guys that has sixty seventy eighty fights in kickboxing. So I'd be surprised to hear if he's undefeated in that as well. But, yeah, definitely undefeated in MMA and undefeated in the UFC. Uh, recently busted up um, Alistair Overeem's lips really bad at the end of his uh, their fight, which he was losing, by the way. Um, but, yeah, that's a very, very intriguing fight. I have to agree with Bryant on that one. But I'm looking at it, and for me, there's two. There's... <laughs> And it's funny because I'm trying to be all hipster and not look to the main event or co-main event. Those ones are fucking intriguing as hell. We got Justin Gaethje and Tony Ferguson. That one's going to be incredible. We have uh, Jessica Andrade taking on Rose Namajunas in the rematch. That's going to be incredible. So for me, besides the main and co-main event, there's two that are really intriguing. Um, uh, Vincente Luque and Nico Price just because they're both very, very explosive and they're both unpredictable, both unpredictable and then uh, Marlon Vera versus uh, Ray Borg because I love Marlon Vera, I'm really excited to see him compete, him and Brandon Moreno are a couple of bantamweights and flyweights similar weights that I really always make sure to tune in and watch every time they fight but our boy Uriah Hall is fighting Jacare. And then we got Jeremy Stevens fighting Calvin Cater as well. So I don't know, man. A lot. I think, obviously, they did their best to try to uh, take all of the potential, most exciting fights that were on the table that people were willing to compete in this time or uh, fights that should have happened in the last couple weeks that got canceled, like uh, in Ganu Rosenstruck. And they just decided to try to stack the deck. This is 26-24s. Uh, one, two, three, four. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve 10, 11, 12 fights. So a 12-fight card, full-fight card. Can't believe they're going to do it. Hey, and that's a very good point. Um, our My esteemed co-host here, who's on Instagram Live, giving us support as well, shout-out to Nate, says that Uriah Hall versus Souza is probably one of the most intriguing fights on the card. It's hard to pick, man. It's hard to pick. I was trying to kind of just look back at it and be like, okay, what do I think? What's standing out? But they're all, I mean, yeah, man. They're all very exciting. Potentially, they could be. I mean, let's see. Tony and Justin will end and finish without a doubt. So Nate's saying that Tony and uh, Justin Gaethje will not go to the decision. What do you guys think? The rest of you guys in the the room, what do you guys think? Do you think that's going five rounds, or do you think that one of them is going to fall? I mean, endless cardio for days. They both come forward offensive-minded, offensively-minded, not afraid to exchange. Tony gets hit occasionally. Justin hits like a Mack truck, so I'm kind of nervous for Tony for that, but let's see. What do you guys think? You got six people in here. What you guys think? All right, well, fine. Hold on. While you guys are thinking. We got Todd joining the room. What's up, Todd? I know you got kids and family and a lot going on, and uh, but you're also a combat sports fan as well, UFC fan uh UFC 249 they've been talking about whether or not it's going to happen or not because the the COVID-19 pandemic and all the lockdowns and the restrictions on uh, public gatherings but it's been made official they're going to be having a, a fight card on April 18th the undisclosed location still we've speculated it's going to be on Indian uh I'm sorry on Native American land uh so yeah thanks for joining us Todd hey Sergeant Bucky Barnes has joined us again what's up brother How's everybody doing, by the way? I guess I should have asked off the top. Is everybody doing all right out there? Is everyone staying healthy and staying safe? Got a couple answers here. We got Brian doesn't see a finish. He thinks it's going to be a low-key banger. I completely agree with you that there's a potential uh, chance that this fight does not not get finished within the five uh, rounds. And if that happens, we are going to be, I mean, we're just going to be blessed. We're going to be the ones that benefit the most. Um... There's something to be said about five round wars like that, and how much it could potentially take out of a fighter, and maybe potentially never be the same again. But man, if that went a full five rounds, there's zero percent chance that we will not be fully entertained. Let's see. And then Marcus definitely wants Tony to win for a lot of reasons, but one including because he still needs to see that Tony could be fight. I agree, man. That's that's crazy that he could potentially be risking. Okay, so let me let me touch on this real quick. I want to. I have a note that says I want to touch on this. Tony, I feel like. He, by listening to his most recent interview, which is probably the most lucid interview I've ever heard him have, I am convinced that Tony sees this as an opportunity to do something to help. That's what it seemed like. His tone of voice and the words he was using to describe the situation, he was like, of the coming from the position like, if there's something that I can do to potentially help and give someone like a glimmer of hope or something to look forward to or be entertained by and have a sense of normalcy during this worldwide crisis, for lack of a better word... Um, he's there's, like I said, a lot of controversy and discussion around whether or not the UFC and Dana White should even be pursuing having an event like this during this kind of a situation. But uh, I feel like Tony Ferguson looks at it from like a perspective of if it's worth it to me, if I if I get the right fight and the right money and all that stuff, if I could potentially be the reason that they decide to put on an event and give everyone something to watch, entertainment and, a, you know, just something positive and with uh, around all the negative that's coming through right now. I I don't know. Go watch his most recent interviews, the ones with Brett Okamoto and Ariel, and when he was discussing whether or not he would even take a, a last minute um, replacement or not. But he was like, you know, if we could do anything to help, if if I can do anything to help, then I'm down to make it work. And it just had a tone that made it seem like the way he's where he's coming from is that he feels like if he can do something to to put on this fight, then he's helping in some way. Um, so I don't feel I don't want to give the fighters themselves um, grief for going through with it. Everyone has their own opinion of whether or not it's the the wise decision. And then the fact that the way the UFC pays their their fighters as independent contractors and not employees definitely puts pressure on them to compete because if they don't fight, they don't get money. Let's see. Iris. What's up, Iris? Thanks for being here. She says, they both like to bang, right? I don't see how it can go five rounds if they both come out aggressive. Agreed. They both can bang and they both um, have gas tanks, but they both... Uh, definitely are explosive in terms of the strikes that they normally land and, the, and their pressure even on top. They both have wrestling pedigrees, and so it could be such a high pace that even if their willingness is there and no one gets actually knocked out, someone might might eventually break just because of the high pace that they're going to be keeping on each other. Um, I don't know. I've seen... And even there's been jokes about Justin Gaethje in the past being, like, compared to, like, uh, Homer Simpson and shit like that, just kind of waiting forward um, and putting himself out there to be um, to be hit. But Tony also kind of does the same thing in terms of being aggressive and offensively minded and coming forward and putting pressure on his opponent. When you're putting that much pressure on an opponent, you are open for... Um, offense yourself so it's one of those things Like I, I think you're right I think it could potentially get to a point where someone's will is going to break someone's cardio and gas tank is going to be not as good as the others and then that person will take over from there and eventually the, the onslaught the wave will just overwhelm them and then uh, someone might end up getting a stoppage I see that that being a potential outcome but I also see because of their durability and their cardio and how good it is is that I feel like there's a potential that it could go off five rounds and They're just stubbornness and their hard head and literally and um, metaphorically uh, could, you know, carry them to a five round decision. So for a, from a fan standpoint, that'd be really exciting. But it's also really exciting to get finishes. So either way, whatever outcome, it's going to be uh, it's going to be exciting. Let's see, Nate might be a banger, but Tony and Justin both are known as finishers, and Justin just hits harder than most opponents and will sit in the pocket. Completely agreed. I know you're bored, Todd. That's why I said to ask questions earlier so that you can drive the conversation. It doesn't necessarily have to be about what I'm answering, but as I get questions, I'm going to be answering them. And, of course, leave it up to Todd to join someone else's room, something that they're doing. I didn't send you no invite, but I appreciate you stepping by, stopping by, but then criticizing what they're doing. You can just leave, bruh, but no. Thanks for being here. Um, let's see. I completely agree, Nate. Justin hits really hard, sits on his punches, Tony is there to be hit a lot. And um like in the in the Anthony Pettis fight he got sat down and a couple other fights, the Land of Anata fight he got sat down. So maybe if he gets sit down so hard he don't get back up, that could be a potential ender. So it's interesting. And then Nora says it's a knockout for sure. And and then Nate says definitely finishing the main event. What's up, Macho Salad? Macho dot salad. Look him up on Instagram, stopping by, supporting the the IG Live, supporting the show. What's up, Rudy? Good to see you, man. Let's see. If it goes five rounds, we will definitely get more than our money's worth. That's what that's from Nate. I completely agree. That's kind of what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's definitely. I'm not arguing it's gonna go five rounds. I could just see it going five rounds. I could also see early finishes from both. I could see you know third, fourth round finishes, gutsy performances, and like you said, either way, we're getting our, more than our money's worth. We got S- Sergeant Bucky Barnes saying, "Getting cheddar, silent running, submarine style." Tony Jit's scary, Justin better hit hard. Uh, UFC can uh, can germ control. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Benjamin, what up, Ben? All right, man. Hey, Brian, thanks for stopping out, uh, stopping by, man. Go feed those kids. Good to see you, man. Always appreciated. Eighty-five, Corey. Wait a minute, Is this... hold on. I gotta pull this up. Hmm, what's up, Corey? How you doing, Corey? You like UFC, MMA, combat sports? What are you doing on lockdown? Submit a question. I'll answer it. Man, it's actually raining outside. California doesn't get normal rain for more than, you know, 5 minutes at a time. But it's been some uh, some actual heavy rain the last few hours. Later Sergeant Bucky Barnes. Good to see you, man. All right. Well, for the for the four people that are still in here, thank you so much for joining me and sticking it out. And thank you for everyone for asking questions, questions for uh, engaging uh, engaging me here, Sergeant Bucky Barnes, Nate, Rudy. Thanks for stopping by, Nora, Todd, Marcus. You're always there. I really appreciate you, my my guy. uh uh, blake thanks for stopping by bryant of course thank you for uh tuning in nick thanks for coming by dane appreciate you my man everybody else that came by today if i didn't mention you i I apologize but thanks for engaging me oh yeah canal Everybody that stopped by, make sure to leave a review on Apple Podcasts for me, please. Five star rating if you can. Leave a review. Submit a question whenever you have them. I know a lot of times we do these live events uh, or these Instagram lives, or we you know release the show, and you're not necessarily in a position to submit a question that moment. So whenever you have one, if you got a moment, I mean you should have a lot of extra time right now. Uh, Go on, submit a question. Again, combat sports, fighting related or otherwise, anything you want to listen to or listen to us discuss or talk about, just we really appreciate when you guys engage the show. It helps us move it along. So, Cade, thanks for stopping by. Uh, my, My nephew, Jake, Matt Juarez, again, thanks for stopping by. Alex, Ricardo, Iris, Nate again. Everybody, guys, I really do appreciate it. So uh, make sure to check out all the weekly episodes that we're releasing every single week. I'm going to be trying to do things like this, uh, trying to do more content weekly uh, since we're off, Uh, do more Instagram lives, uh, get a decent amount of people coming in and asking questions. So that helps. Uh, But don't forget that the 12th, this uh, Sunday, we'll be recording. We'll probably go Instagram Live for that. Uh, We'll be recording so we can break down these fights that just got released today. If things don't change, obviously, things change daily. But um, April 12th, we'll be doing an Instagram Live in the evening on Sunday while we uh, record uh, episode 24 of D-Love Special Sauce, breaking down the UFC 249 fights and giving our picks uh, but until then, guys, keep a lookout for me going live, keep a lookout, keep checking your wherever you get your podcast, keep checking back because I'm going to be releasing uh, more than just our weekly show. If I can, anytime I have extra time or when news breaks or things come out, I want to try to get your guys's input, get your guys's reaction and just um, provide, like I said, more things, more content while we're off and while we're sitting at home. And what a better time than now to try to get better at this. Um, It's really not, like I said, in my comfort zone to be on camera. It's not in my comfort zone to be doing stuff live. So um, not having the ability, at least in this forum right here, to edit or change anything. I need to to stop thinking so damn much. That's for damn sure. But anyways, again, thanks for being here. Thanks for engaging me. Thanks for uh, asking questions. And until next time, peace.